It's Super Bowl week, and we got super fans coming on the show as we digest the Chiefs and the Bucks, and they tell us exactly what's going to happen. We also got some quarterback roulette going on, and Alabama's out of control. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with... Mr. Brown. Canadian Biggie. And it's Super Bowl week, fellas. Are you excited? Very excited. It's really weird for me to be in this position. Excited uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. And the Patriots aren't playing. Like, how many times has this well, you happened still in got the last Brady. 20 years? You, you, still you got, got that patch to bargain on, man. You need to get at least a little Bucks <laughs> pin to put it beside of it. I put an eye patch over there, so yeah, that'd be Raiders, I guess. That's right. But, you know, you still got Tom Brady to look forward to. I have right? my TB12 jersey on underneath. Okay. So I, I'm sure uh, you'll be repping that Sunday. So we're watching the game in the man cave, right? That's right. I mean, I'm excited. So, I mean, at least this seems like it should be a good game. And we're going to get into all kinds of predictions and spoilers or whatever you want to call it. We got some fans coming on shortly. It's going to be fantastic. These guys look like they're going to bring the heat. So they better not disappoint. That's all I'm saying. But as as we look at the NFL, you know, it's never never a quiet week. And it's the week before the Super Bowl. And we had a massive trade. And quarterback roulette continues. And there's all these prognostications out there. There might be up to 15 quarterbacks move in the offseason. So we just had Stafford and Goff switch teams. What's your take on that whole uh, situation there? I think that the Goff move for the Rams is one of the biggest misses for a team that has been successful in NFL history. They gave up two ones to get him when Jeff Fisher was the head coach. They had to send two ones with him to get rid of his contract <laughs> to Detroit. Now, Stafford is a really good quarterback, and I think that it's going to work out for L.A. in the short term the next couple of years, see where it goes from there. But, man, was Goff a massive miss. What percentage better do you think Stafford is if he's not on the Lions? Uh, like 40. That much better. He's a good quarterback. He's super I, I talented. I agree. I think the Lions are a dumpster fire. And I got a few things. So short term, the Rams, it's great for them. Long term, a great deal for Detroit. Until they draft stupid picks. Well, yeah. That's me thinking they're actually going to do something for once. <laughs> they're going to change They're only their ways. prepping for the next superstar. They're going to run out of town. But the moral of the story here is – don't tell your coach you want to sleep with their wife. No, do not. <laughs> no matter how good of an Instagram model she might be. All right. I mean, he gone. <laughs> that's how it goes. Now, I don't think golf's going to be in Detroit very long. This is just obviously a short play. But the one thing I've learned about the Rams, they could care less under McVay about draft picks. Yeah. They, they just give them all away because they're going to go out and sign people and, and bring well, in uh, established players. McVay, Les Snead, and then what is uh, the Rams owner? I forget his name right now. I can't remember. Cronky or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Stan Cronky. Stan Cronky. He just built the – it makes Jerry's uh, – the Jerry Dome look inferior. Money out the ass. I mean, that's that's fine, but there's also a salary cap, and I, I think I saw where between like three players – their their salary cap is almost tied up in just Stafford, Donald, and then part of golf, even though he's not even on the team now. Let's go back to golf in Detroit. What about the first time he throws a interception or loses a fumble? Head coach is going to break his knees. He, I, you know, Dan Campbell is not to be trifled with. We know that. But wait, wait, wait real quick. I want to ask Biggie about Stafford. Say, I, there's these rumors that the only team he refused to go to was New England. Why, that is why true. Is, why is that? Everybody wants to say it's because of Belichick with Brady in the Super Bowl and turn it into 
Uh, nobody wants to play for Belichick. They only ever went there because of Brady. In this situation, that isn't true. The Patriots have already hired Matt Patricia back, who Matt Stafford legitimately, <laughs> seriously would bite a kneecap off of. So that's why he put the Patriots as his one team he wouldn't go Just to. Just because so of Matt Patricia. Would the Pats, I mean, in hindsight, probably have waited on the Patricia signing if they could have got Stafford? Yeah, yeah. maybe they maybe You bring him back this after wrong. you trade for him. Yeah. Poor timing on New England. See, they're losing their edge. Exactly. That's what's happening here. Well, they're looking for Jimmy G. Uh, okay, so Jimmy uh, G's another one. So, like, he's laying uh with Kirk Cousins allegedly and and like Cousins is possibly on the like these are legitimate established starters so are these guys moving is that going to be a swap or are they going to go somewhere else I think that Cousins is a legitimate option to go to San Francisco because when he broke in in Washington it was with Shanahan and you know they're kind of tied at the hip they really like want your guy yeah (laughs) yeah you know and they had Shanahan tied to uh Matt Ryan because he was the offensive coordinator there. You yeah. don't want Matt Ryan. He's old. You want Kirk Cousins, who's 30, 31 years old, that you can roll with. And Cousins has proved that he is a good quarterback. As many people who want to hate on him as they can, he's good. I think Cousins is better than Jimmy G. For sure. I agree. Now, now speaking of always wanting your guy, you know, apparently Gruden wants his guy too out in Vegas. And Gruden's guy is always someone else's quarterback. It's never his quarterback. Nobody likes another team's quarterback more than John Gruden. And the the thing that Biggie, I know you sent this out the other day. We were looking at, I guess they're going to try to parlay a, a trade of Carr to Washington and get a bunch of draft picks and then try to go after Watson because we haven't even touched on the Deshaun Watson situation yet. But I mean, is that is that legitimate? Can that happen? I saw this rumor where the Raiders were sending Carr to Washington, and for some reason, Washington was giving the Raiders two first-round picks. They were taking those two first-round picks and next year's first round and sending it down to Houston for Deshaun Watson. I mean, and I know you all shit all over it because it's Carr and two draft picks, but Carr is actually – Highly regarded around the NFL. He's not a bad quarterback. I'll never say he's a bad quarterback. He hasn't had talent at receiver in forever. And I'm pretty sure that Gruden has lost whatever touch he had before. So you put Carr in New England, I think he goes nuts. So my statement about everything just now wasn't a, a detriment to Carr. It was more just how Gruden operates. Right, now, right, right. You know, and, that, and that's yeah. how it is. And, to be clear, I would be happy to have Carr in New England for one first. The reason I was pooping on it is because it's two first-round picks. No, I got it. Well, and but, but you, it. you say that, and we're going to sit here and go, who would give up two first-round picks for Carr? But every time you say that, there's always some stupid team out there that will do exactly mm-hmm. just that. Well, starting uh, Carr and Stafford, their stats so far to their career is not that far off, really. It's really not. And, and uh, you know. And Stafford just got it. So, yeah. I, I mean, and, and some. Like, that was crazy. They they mortgaged their whole future. But, all right, let's go. We we didn't talk about this last week. Hey, for but, the record, as much as I love Carr, I would love to have me some Watson Well, let's go there. Right? Oh, yeah. That's what I want to talk about. So, like, Deshaun Watson situation, like, the Texans have now labeled themselves as the worst franchise in the NFL because I get that they got rid of Hopkins, and you could say salary cap things and whatnot, but, you know, you sign Watson to this extension, and, and you tell him that he's going to be part of the decision-making process, and he clearly isn't, and they hire some guy who has no business being a head coach. You know why they hired him, right? Why? I heard because, for one, he's a minority. And they felt like that was going to be their best chance to convince Watson to stay with Houston. How's that working out? I mean, the media is <laughs> shit all over there. Yeah, well, Watson's not even Watson talking. Watson really wanted to be enemy as the head coach. And right. the guy that they got 
the other two times he's been uh, a lead position coach, he was the position coach for the Chiefs when they had Dwayne Bow and they had one wide receiver touchdowns for for the entire year. <laughs> like he got, I don't think he's really qualified for the position that he got. This is like Adam Gaze all over again. That's how I feel. I said it two weeks ago when you're making that play with Chad Henney. The enemy <laughs> needs a freaking job. I know, yep. right? This, I mean, uh, but the interview's terrible. So. Give them <laughs> well, when you look at the Texans, yeah, they traded Hopkins, but they got David Johnson back, who didn't work out. They brought in Randall Cobb, traded for Brandon Cooks. They at least tried to offset that. What O'Brien was there and was allowed to run the show, coach and GM. Right, right into the ground. Oh, he, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but their salary cap is a mess right now. At this point, yeah. bring Warren Moon out of retirement. Why not? He probably still can throw that football over the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Let him be the GM. He'd be, uh, he'd be the better. best thing the Texans could do is send Watson to Miami and get back their own first round pick <laughs> and another first rounder, uh, and they'd have Tua. No one wants Tua. Nobody wants Tua. I, I, you know that that experiment is going to be short lived. Tua is uh, Tebow two point he, He's going to be like all other Alabama quarterbacks that go to the NFL. They don't do crap. Yeah, I saw where <laughs> Miami has been resistant to commit to him as the day one starter game one starter for next year and i don't know if that's because watson's in play for them but if watson isn't in play who else would they be looking at because i think like you guys said playing two of this year cost him the playoffs yeah i mean the difference though like i said him and tebow tebow won a playoff game <laughs> yeah <laughs> he did on the road <laughs> who will never do that so uh, mark it down who else who else is on the docket to move i mean it, it, what else did we miss anything like we don't know if big ben's going to retire yet or not i mean what else is out there we, we did well, see andrew luck said f off i'm not coming back yeah he said screw you guys i'm going home i'm staying home <laughs> well there's a few guys that'll be in play somewhere Cam Newton will end up being in play. I think Andy Dalton only starter? signed a one-year no. deal as the right. reason. These guys are back up in Dallas, or was it a two-year? It, it, Dalton's it, in play, whether it's through a trade or free agency. I think it was a one-year deal. We still got the uh, Dak situation. Yeah, but they'll they'll franchise him worst case if they have to. Sam Darnold has been rumored to be moving. I I don't I'm see him next in year. In New York. I want to see what happens if he's just on a team besides the Jets. I'm not yeah. ready to just throw him under the bus like everybody else is. I'm not saying he's going to be the next goat or anything, but just see what he is. It's kind of like Stafford. Get him off the lines and see what happens. And we discussed the last week, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is done. Like done in Green I, Bay? I, maybe done, period. I don't uh, know. He's coming back. I, there ain't no, he doesn't retire. There's no way that Green Bay can afford him. They would have to mortgage everything. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, would you want to come back to that team if they have nothing around you? Well, well he's, he's been, been playing that. without them drafting a skill position for – 20 yeah, years. Yeah, but he's not getting any younger, and he probably <laughs> looks at Tom Brady down in Tampa Bay going, damn, maybe a change of scenery would do me good. Well, here's how I think you solve the debate between who's the great reason the Patriots won between Belichick and Tom Brady. You trade Aaron Rodgers to the Patriots, and you see what we do next year. Yeah, that, that, that's a nightmare. <laughs> that is a nightmare because then we get both. Now you got Brady and the Patriots being good. I can't handle that. Uh, question. Right, I just got one other question for you. One guy who we know is going to be moving on. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is, <laughs> does he ever, <laughs> is he ever Trubisky? I'm just curious because he, he came out same draft as Watson Holmes. Is he ever a starter for a team again in the NFL or in is he kind of just become a journeyman? I mean, I think Chad Henning. Cause think, he was yeah, number what, that's, two, that's three good. pick. Josh draft. McCown. Yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> he ain't gonna last that Cade long. Cade McNown for that fact. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. You know, high draft pick gets moved out, has his He'll run. be a poor man's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. There, there you go. Yeah, he wishes he had that kind of beard, son. Uh, <laughs> and arm. <laughs> the beard first. Uh. <laughs>
Biggie, what snack did you bring down here tonight? What's in that bag here? That is some deer jerky that my youngest shot. It's a dough. It's nice and tender. It's good and flavorful. Have as much as you'd like. They look like some juicy morsels. It's like some steak bites. It is. It's that, so good. It's like steak all right, bites. So we got to make this segment quick because my mouth's watering just thinking about it. And I only have one flight glass left of um, beverage. So drink it slow. I, I got excited because this week EA Sports pulled their head out of their ass and they got the, the stars to align and they said they're bringing back not NCAA football, but EA Sports college football. They don't know when, but this broke the internet. It was almost such a big deal. Yeah, and it should have broken the internet. You and uh, some people I know used to play online to get your seasons uh, through. Me and you to used to be like dynasty mode. Yes, like decades. I mean, it was just uh, so. The but, thing about it was, as a as a West Virginia football fan, I know my team's never going to win anything. So I would live vicariously through this by having college football success. But the fact it just emulated the college football game down into where I could just play it. And it, it was so good. The pageantry, because I love college football experience more than NFL. That's just me. And but. the ability to take a smaller school that's in a bigger conference. UAB. And you get whooped those first couple of years, but you Although build your you roster. you move the conferences around. So you could take like a Kent State and put them in the Big Ten, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, start whipping up on the real Ohio schools. Oh, that's wow. how you do it. Chad and I used to play the Big 12 before West Virginia was ever in it. Oh. K-State, Kansas, Oklahoma State. <laughs> so y'all had shootouts before it was cool. Man, this yeah. is like 2005 nice. <laughs> or something. I don't Maybe even earlier. You'd always that. try and hurt my recruiting. You don't want to go to them. They're a state school. I know, right? You talk crap to each other. You're recruiting kids. It's, it's all that fun stuff. But, you know, I, I'm excited for that. But in, in, the, in, the, in the dominance that is college football, we were talking about this just a second ago. And, and when you talk about real-life college football – it's not going to change anytime soon, is it? Alabama. Saban's got it on easy mode. Man. He's I, playing rookie level. And, and, like, I don't know how you fix this problem because, like, they're not doing anything wrong. Like, it's oh, really just. That we the, know of. They're just better than everybody else. And they're getting. What was their recruiting class this year? So, I mean, right now. What, it's the highest ranked recruiting class in the history of college football. Right. Because that's what they need. Ever. 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 So, now, Saban's last won. last five-star running back, they just got, like, just iced it. Yeah. And I, but, I get that, like, recruiting rankings don't mean everything, but it means something. Well, they don't, but what Mr. Brown just said, this last five-star running back they got iced it. Um, Najee Harris is still in that backfield. He's coming out. Who came out? Josh Jacobs. He barely played when he was there, and he was a first-round pick doing well in the NFL. Look at that wide receiver core that was to his it factor. They have guys that we don't know their names yet are going to blow up in three, four years in the NFL. Did you see the leaked video of Saban doing the recruiting? You haven't I have seen not. this? Dude, because, you know, it's the world of COVID, right? So there's a, a Zoom video of Saban talking to a recruit. Wait, was he offering Lamborghinis or what? No, it was so badass because he's just kind of sitting back in his chair and, and he's just like, you know, just going over the resume of Alabama. And, and he's like, I already know what the other schools are telling you. They're going to say, don't go to Alabama because you won't see the field or don't go there because, you know, they got too much talent. And you're going to be, you know, sitting on the sidelines for too long or it's going to be too tough to play there. And he said, you know what? That sounds like schools I would never want to go to because it sounds like they don't have any confidence in you because they just told you you're not good enough to play at Alabama but I'm sitting there telling you you are good enough to play at Alabama so don't you think it's about time you turn around and gave it back to them and show them how good you really are because if I didn't think you could play here do you think I'd be sitting there talking to you right now reverse psychology on what they were recruiting That's so them. bad though all he has to do is put his resume out there <laughs> and these guys just flock to him right Dude. 
six national titles in the last 12 years, and I think there's only been three of those 12 years where they haven't been in one of the Final Four teams or played in the national championship game. And, and like, don't get me wrong, Alabama will have transfers here there and things like that, but you know, one thing you can say about Saban, he always puts the best players out there. It's not uncommon to be watching a Bama game, and it's like, oh, there's some sophomores and juniors. It's not all seniors. Right. These guys aren't waiting forever to get on the field. That's because they go to the draft before they yeah, become seniors. Yeah, that helps, right? <laughs> That's why they're well, able to keep recruiting so much. <laughs> Here's the other thing that Bob bothers me about it when we were growing up you went through the 90s if you won the big east you were going to the orange bowl right uh you came through northwestern in the mid 90s was a dog crap program win the big 10 go to the rose bowl that was a big thing you could go to one of those schools we're going to the rose bowl you had those four huge bowls that played that were your your conference tie-in they meant something. None of that means anything anymore. But that, that goes back to why they should expand the playoffs. Not because it makes it more of a competitive field, but if you win your conference, it matters because you got a shot. Even if Northwestern wins the Big Ten and they get slaughtered by Alabama, at least everybody got up for that game. You that's knew fun. you had a shot. And that's fun because like that's why we love March Madness. Right. And I'm not saying it's got to be that many but, schools, but right? But just give us something better than at four. that level, though, college football, that'd be a Cinderella. And they, they have right. a, their hat in the game. Right. For the next five years, you can pencil three. Three teams into the college football final four. Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama. Barring something yeah. catastrophic, those three are there. Yeah. Who's Every the four team? Oklahoma. <laughs> it's, Oklahoma. It's, Oklahoma's the default so, unless somebody else is better. Yeah. So, I mean, it, but here's the thing. If you did expand it, it, let's say if a Northwestern did beat Alabama, they'd erect monuments in, in, in Northwestern's oh, campus God. to those guys. Like, it would be the most unridiculous thing to ever happen. Um, and I just said unridiculous, and that's not a word. I meant actually just ridiculous, but I'm talking over myself. So let's just keep going now. He's speaking in times. <laughs> so the, the, the point is, I, I would rather see the playoffs expand or actually just go back to the BCS. I agree. One or the other. Yep, one or the other. Even if it were only to eight. I know we always talk 16. If it went to eight, at least you get your your power power five five and then your next best three. Yeah. Right. I mean, that works. That's fair. (sighs) You guys are ready to talk some Super Bowl? We're ready. Let's find our guests. Go Patriots. What is up? We don't know Sports Nation. Now is the time that we ask fans all across the world to take off the filter, rip off the Band-Aid, and tell everyone exactly what is on their mind. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for No Filter. Ladies and gentlemen, we're once again back for our No Filter segment. We are in Super Bowl week, and we got fans (laughs) from the Bucks. And from the Chiefs, and they are here to give us exactly what's on their mind. They are confident. They are cocky. They are downright arrogant, thinking that they have it all figured out. So we got a couple questions we just want to ask, and we're going to go to Bucks Nation first. We're going to Tampa Bay. So how long have you been a Buccaneers fan? Did you just recently become a Bucks fan because Tom Brady, or have you been a lifelong fan? What's the deal here? Uh, 98. Fair enough. About ninety-eight. Um, let's just say I got a I got a Barrett Rude jersey hanging in my hanging in my closet, and you guys probably don't even know who the fuck. No, that is, I have so. to go. I have to Google that. I don't yeah. know. So yeah, I've been a Bucks fan for a real long time. All right. So do you have any peaches and cream jerseys? Uh, I had a peaches uh, Freeman jersey, if you can believe that. But okay. that uh, Josh Freeman that, that went the wayside. <laughs> So when he started when, throwing for the Vikes, that went away. <laughs> Sean King was your quarterback when you became a fan, correct? Tulane. 
uh, yeah, Sean King, um, right around that time when, you know, uh, Derek Brooks and Sapp and those guys, you know, they started showing up in the early 90s. And then, you know, Tony came down from the Vikings. Um, you know, and I'm up here in the great north. Everybody is a cocky Vikings fan. I can't stand them. And I just had to do something different. And, you know, the old NFC, NFC Central or the NFC North yep, Central, that yep. was the old the black and blue there, division. You know? Yeah. Yep. So, you know, hey, you've got a few games a year and they were different and just something I, I clung on to. Hey, if I lived in North Dakota, I'd want to be a fan of a Florida team, too, just so I could live vicariously <laughs> through that. All right. Let's go over to Chiefs Nation, the Arrowhead Nation, Chiefs Kingdom, if you will. So, Adam, how long have you been a Chiefs fan? Uh, about 30 years now, ever 30. since I can remember, like, uh, my dad was a Chiefs fan. His dad was a Chiefs fan basically all my life that I can remember. Okay. Fair enough. So we got, we got some true fans here. I'm excited about that. So let, let me start. What are you guys doing? Let's go back to uh, the Bucks nation here. What are you, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? How are you watching the game since you're so far away from Florida? Oh, man, every year we do the same thing with a group of my buddies. We start out at the bar at about noon, um, get some pool in, get some beers in, uh, then head over to my buddy's house. We're going to have play a little bags in the garage to start ah. off with and get ready for the big game, have it on in the background, the pregame. And then when the game starts, we head to the basement and sit in front of the couch, and we've been doing that for 15, 16 years. That sounds like some good tailgating. Now, how about how about Kansas City? How we how we spending the uh, the the Super Bowl Sunday on your end, Adam? It's not too far off of what he's doing. I'm going out to a buddy's mines that I watched it last year, watching the Chiefs win the Super Bowl like they're going to do again this year. <laughs> and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to celebrate and we're going to drink all night long as the chiefs win the super bowl again this year. So you're pacing yourself. So you make sure you make it through the night is what you're saying. Well, we'll make it through the night. (laughs) No pacing. We're just going to go hard at it. I got it. Well, actually last year I was kind of hung over from the night before and I didn't start drinking until the game was over. And then I just, we had to light it up after that. And I said, screw it. You're drinking all night long. What, what's your beverage of choice? Yeah, I, the whole game, I was like, I was trying to ease through a couple of beers. And then I was like, after they won, I just like, shit, I've been waiting for that all my life. So now, now wait, Biggie just you asked you what, what your beverage of choice was. I think I saw it earlier. What did, what did you have in your hand a second ago? It was everything I could grab. <laughs> uh, I love it. I appreciate that. All right. So, let me start. We'll go back to to the Bucks Nation here. Let me ask you, what do you think about the Chiefs? Are you worried about them? What concerns do you have? Do you have any respect? How do you feel about the Chiefs? Well, you got to respect them. I mean, Pat, Patty, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he's a great talent. But here's the deal. We gave him a 17-point lead during the regular season. We probably should only gave him a 14-point lead. We came back. <laughs> <laughs> we could have pushed that game to overtime. We had a chance to win. Tyreek ran all over us. So, yeah, I mean, they got a high-powered offense, but we've seen it. We adjusted, and our defense shut them down second half, giving up 10 points. Now we got two weeks with maybe one of the best defensive minds in the league right now to prepare and adjust, and that defense is flying around. So I'm pretty confident. I mean, Chiefs got a chance, but, I mean, with 
with the greatest ever and that defense, I'm not too worried. You got everybody back on defense, Anton Winfield Jr., your other safety, you're all healthy. Of course they're uh, keeping, you know, they're keeping that close to the vest. You know, everything's still questionable, but uh, from what <laughs> I saw today, uh, uh, Winfield was pretty much full on practice today. Um, so yeah. And here's the deal guys. Nobody's talking about it. Vita Vea having him back in the middle of that number one rush defense, yeah. him and Sue up front. I mean, that's They're going to be able to shut that down with those four guys cover Kelsey and Hillman. And I hope you know how to drink while you cry because it's not <laughs> going to be like last year, my friend, not going to be like last year. All right. So we're going to give the rebuttal. Now we'll go over to the, the chief's kingdom. And what are your thoughts on the bucks? Do you have any respect? Do you fear them? What's going on? I do have respect for the Bucks. I bet they're a top 15 team in this league. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, I mean, they're not going to be able to withstand what the Chiefs are going to be able to bring to them. That's all there is to it. I mean, you got – look at the fucking Chiefs offense. They're going to bring it to them. They can, they can do whatever they want to. I, they do got Via Veda back, and I like him a lot. They're not running it up the middle regardless. Do you want to run it? McCall Hardman with a reverse. You can do it on one side. There you can do you can do whatever you want. All right, so so the world Davis, is at your Davis, fingertips. Dude, David's just as fast as whatever they want. He can run side to side with him. That guy is is it ain't gonna be a run up the middle game. It's not gonna be, but the Chiefs are gonna have to run the ball because we're not gonna let them pass. That's what's gonna happen. We're gonna put our four guys up front. And say run against us if you want, yeah, Jason, but you're not going to be able to do what you did last time. Be able to rush Patrick Mahomes, then it ain't happening. Everybody's tried it all year. They tried it last year. You're saying they're better than the San Francisco's defense last year. They tried yes. the same thing that it didn't yes. work. And they almost lost. Win. Mahomes. Mahomes had to pull a rabbit out of his hat last year just to win that game. <laughs> That's not going to happen <laughs> this year, man. Come on now. Like, like you're talking you about easy they won. They came up last year and they coasted and they let them get back in the game. You think they're going to let that? Do? You think Andrew's going to let them get back in? San Francisco was winning the game. Tom Brady tried. San Francisco was winning the game. That's all I'm saying, dude. I, I, no, you're you're sorry, man. I you. You you lied. You drank a little more. You're fucking racist. You're drunk. Man. I lied. What were they beating him by? Tyreek Hill has 200 yards in the first quarter. Yeah, he and he took a nap on the sideline and let you guys get back in the game. Let's go. Was man. that the pickle See, juice game? Was that the See, pickle nothing. juice game? He took a nap. You uh, You he took a nap. You know what? Just, he could have had 400 if he wanted. Here, all right, all right. Here, let's here. reset. Let's reset. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Listen to me, guys. Seven. All right. So, all right. I got you. I'm going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go over to Tampa Bay side here. So, I we're, now that we've had a nice fiery debate, we're going to reset here. So, Tampa Bay side is going to go first, and they're going to tell me exactly how this game is going to go out. I, I want to know the final score, what's going to happen, and who's your MVP. Two nothing. <laughs> final score final scores 34 31 okay close Tampa game Bay. okay it's a close game you're not going to blow the chiefs out you're just not you're not going to blow them out if you think you're going to blow out tampa you're not um what's got to happen is is tampa's got to have some long 14 13 play drives defense is going to score a touchdown 
Ooh, they're going to cause a fumble. Mm, Defense nice is going to score a touchdown. You're right. There's the going to be a scramble at the end. The Bucks are probably going to be up 12, 10 points going into the fourth quarter. Kansas City is going to make a push. Bucks D is going to hold. Tom Brady is going to get the ball. It's going to come down to a last-minute first down. They're going to get it. Victory formation. And I'm sorry, Alex is going to be – be crying, buddy. Sorry. So it's Adam, but that's okay. Now, so you're Adam. saying it's going to end on a – it's going to – wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's going to end in a victory formation. Is that what you just said? They're going to take a knee, and that's how the game's going to end? Yeah, it's going to be Chiefs got to get a stop. Brady's going to get the first down that he needs because he's Tom Brady. All right. There's a and good prop bet out there seven. for that. He's going to be holding up seven fingers. All right, so who's who's the MVP? Who wins MVP? For the box. Yeah, see, that's – yeah, it's – that's going to be tough. It's not um, tough. You got to pick one. Come on. Yeah, I know I got to pick one. I'm going to go – it's going to be – I'm going to go playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny's going to have a huge game. He's going to have two touchdowns, 100 yards, MVP. Okay. All right. All right. So, look, Adam, I know you're sitting there and, and it's it's been painstaking – I'm giving you open forum now for your rebuttal. So you tell me what's going to happen in the game and how, how's it going to go? Uh, Chiefs are going to win the game 34-17. Patrick Lebon Mahomes is going to be the MVP of the game. Guaranteed. No doubt about it. We're going to see them, the Chiefs host the Lamar Hunt. or the, oh, They already yeah, did the that. Now it's the Lombardi Trophy. Guaranteed. No doubt about it. You mean the Tom Brady trophy? I've had a few too many beers. I'm going to celebrate because I already know what's going to happen. Oh, so so it's it's going to be, you said 34-17. Mahomes, is that your MVP? Is that who you're throwing out there? If if the score gets closer than that, it's because they are like coasting at that point. Okay, so what's interesting here is on the Bucks side, we're saying it's a push according to Vegas, right? Because yep. it's a three, three point, uh, three and a half, three bucks. and a half. So yeah. I guess I three guess they half. don't cover. But the Chiefs aren't going to let up. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know. All I can say is the Chiefs, from a betting perspective, have not played like they should no, have. They've let me down this year in eleven of their last hey, they're twelve. They get the bills. They all right. That's fair enough. But I'm just saying during the regular season they let me down because they ain't letting up anymore. They're done. <laughs> they're show, they're putting the full playbook out now. Let's go. All right. So final final segment here. Final argument. You get a chance to tell the world exactly what you think. So we're going to start with Chiefs this time. So Adam, tell the world exactly why the Chiefs are going to win. What's going to happen? What the future is going to look like? Is this passing the torch? Is it taking the torch? What's going on here? Oh, Chiefs are taking the torch 100. percent they're Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl this year. We got Patrick Lavon Mahomes that's going to throw. I drops the middle name. I'd say mm-hmm. three touchdowns, about maybe three hundred seventy-five yards. Wow! It's going to stand up like they have the entire playoffs. The Bucks will—they're going to play a good game. They're going to push it down the middle. The defense will end up standing up, and then we're going to go back to the Super Bowl next year. So, so this is the beginning of a dynasty. You're calling it now. The dynasty. We already see the dynasty coming. Everybody sees it. It's evident. The writing's on the wall. The only ones that don't see it. 
<laughs> it would be very fitting for you if the Chiefs were to be the first back-to-back Super Bowl champion since the 3 4 No, they're Patriots. going back-to-back-to-back. Back. Oh, he said three-peat. No, Biggie's trying to get in here on his Patriot fandom because he's a yeah. Tom Brady slash Patriots well, fan. Ignore it'd be him. the first you know, time since the Patriots with Tom Brady on the other side. All right, so so let's go to the other side of it. So Tampa's got a chance to th- – does Brady continue to carry the torches of the GOAT? What happens here? So tell the world what's going to happen for the Tampa perspective. Here's what's going to happen. Tom Brady's going to happen. That's all you need to say. <laughs> this is a Super Bowl. Tom Brady shows up in Super Bowls. This is going to be his seventh, and I'm oh, sorry. Man, you can't – oh, oh, I let you have your time. I let you have your time. <laughs> Here we go. Tom Brady's going to have his seventh, and I'm sorry. You can't have two dynasties going on at the same time. Tom Brady is a franchise in himself. He's still part of the dynasty. So the Bucks, yes, the small window, one. They're going to be back. They're going to be contenders again next year. But this team is built to win now. Tom Brady is there. Super Bowl champion number seven. Number seven. Guys, I love it. I appreciate the fervor. Well, you, you know what? If I'll give you a chance to come back if you want to, Adam. I don't need to. I think I said <laughs> you've you've said enough. You can't. You can't. Let's go. Come on. We're gonna you watch it. Come back. Back to back. We got Patrick Mahomes. Come on. Let's play. <laughs> Wait. Thanks. What's what's Patrick, his middle name? Patrick Mahomes. Levon. Patrick Levon Mahomes. You damn right. You're gonna remember that after this game. I promise you. <laughs> hey, as of now, before people talk about Patrick Mahomes in the Hall of Fame, he's won just as many Super Bowls as Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson. Right? Oh, now. that's he's only been in the league three. Years. Wow! 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 He's a great quarterback. He's great. He does things. He's as no good as Trent Dilfer. He's won as many Super Bowls as those guys. Wait, wait, wait until after Sunday. He's putting him in the Hall of Fame. Putting him in the Hall of Fame. And then don't forget, he's got five more to go. Four more to go if he wins this one. Oh, so, you guys sorry. are fantastic. You won't right. be talking after Sunday, so it's fine. Let's go. <laughs> no. All right, so no. let me ask you this. What, I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close your, with this. What's your address? Wait, what's wait, wait. No, no, wait. I'm going to ask. Whoever wins, would you guys be willing to come back next week and just cut 100%. a two-minute promo? 100%. You go Whoever to- wins, I'll come back. Okay, so uh, that's that's what we're going to do. Whoever wins, we're going to let you kick off our show for an uninterrupted two minutes. You can say whatever you want, and you can kick off our show next week. Just like you're cutting we- an old-school wrestling promo. Yeah, let it rip. Be a Ric Flair. Woo! Do you guys want to just send me the date and time right now? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been No Filter. We appreciate our Bucks and Chiefs kingdom out there. We'll see you on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, we finally got a chance to talk to some diehard fans out there, and I'll tell you, we we had a little bit of a situation tonight. The first set of guests did not do so well. They did not, but we found some guys. Biggie, they brought the passion, did they not? They were on fire. I got to tell you, we got to make our Super Bowl picks now. And after hearing them, I just got to tell you, before I go to you guys, I have to get this off my chest. I've been diehard on the Chiefs. They got to be the ones to win. 
But there's something out there that's just pulling at me, saying, like, man, maybe Tom Brady's that guy. Like, he, he's the goat of quarterbacks. Like, I've told you that, Mr. Brown, you admitted it as much too, right? Like, you've come around. Like, we appreciate the greatness that's out there. But would it not be the most Tom Brady thing ever if he just happens to win the seventh out of ten Super Bowl here? Like, I feel like that's a thing that can happen. All that being said – Man, I'm still riding the Chiefs, but to sit here and tell you I'm passionate about it, that I feel it 100%, I don't, man. Like, I'm not surprised if this goes either way. It could be anything right now. But if you put a gun to my head and told me to pick, I'm pulling the trigger on the Chiefs. It's all I can do. But if Brady pulls this out and becomes the legend of Tom Brady, I'm not surprised. Well, brother, I got to tell you where you're wrong. (laughs) I'm going to start right here. Interesting fact sent to me by a fan of the show, Chris Beaver. Tom Brady has 17 playoff wins after turning 35. No other QB NFL history has that many playoff wins in their entire career. I watched a movie this week. It's been out for a little while. I decided to rewatch it. Avengers, Endgame, Thanos, Infinity Rings. There is one thing with the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 55, Tom Brady's starting his 10th. He is inevitable. He is the one. <laughs> he is the victor. He is playing in the first ever home Super Bowl. Fire those cannons. Give me the bucks outright. You're taking the bucks out. What's the final score? I'm going to tell you real quick. I, I, I'm begrudgingly taking the Chiefs 27-24. I like the Bucks 37-33. A high scoring affair. Mr. Brown, be the voice of reason and bring us home here. Well, I hate both teams. I want to clarify. <laughs> hey, a Raiders fan. I hate the Chiefs. Everything I see see on social media says I can't root for the Chiefs. And I agree with them. Because you're a Raiders fan. And I also hate Tom Brady because he's a bad Because you're a Raiders fan. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Talk rule. There's no snow involved There's here. no win in this game but for you. it's 20 years later. He's still a bastard. I want you to know that. You baby. can't get over that. I can't. I wouldn't either. I can't. I'm bitter about it, and I don't like it. It's All okay. Right? I accept that. So – I was talking about this earlier in our uh, meeting at work. You got the Chiefs. You got the um, Bucks against Brady. You you can't count him out. You can't. That's why I told you I was on the fence. So here's what's going to happen. You got the Bucks. If they win, it's going to be close, right? Okay. If the Chiefs win, they can win by two touchdowns. It wouldn't surprise me because of all the weapons. Sure. Do you, do you agree with that, Maggie? I would say <laughs> if there is a blowout on one side, it's more probable than it the is Chiefs. the Chiefs. Yeah, right. I agree with that. So, I hate to say it because I'm a Raiders fan, but I'm going Chiefs 33-27. Okay, so, so you and me both think it's a close game. You think it's a high-scoring but kind of close game. Either way, it seems like we're destined to have a great Super Bowl, right? Like it's got to so. be better than the Rams so. Patriots from a couple. I so. Yeah, I mean it's just it's going to be a good game. Yeah. As just a fan of football, because the Patriots aren't in it, if this one's thirteen three, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> if it's thirteen to three, we riot. We're not going there. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be thirteen. This ain't your Patriots and Rams, okay? It better be a monsoon or a hurricane that comes through oh. Tampa if that's what we get. And speaking of that, there is a chance of uh, rain and lightning as the game starts. They're already talking. <laughs> You're already Kick, on that. Huh? Kickoff may be delayed, and they put a big black tarp over the cannon so those won't get fired every time Tom Brady I fires they, one to Rob I think they just did that so it wasn't going to be like home cooking. 
what good is it to be the home team in the Super Bowl then? <laughs> You're not supposed to be the home team in the Super Bowl. You didn't know that's where it was going to be. Tom Brady broke the mold. He breaks <laughs> the rules. Uh, they're they're going to be the first team to lose in the home, home ooh, field. Right uh, has that ever happened before? It hasn't. No. Okay. It hasn't. All right. Andy, Andy Reid knows you're the first, Biggie. I'm sorry. Tom Brady's going down. My homies. My homies. Is going to realize that he's a new guy. He's going to tell Brady to retire early. He's going to put him out of his misery. Absolutely. So what's more no impressive what to you guys, <laughs> two Super Bowls at the age of 25 or two Super Bowl victories after the age of 40. Well, either – so look at it this way. Brady has kind of broken how you look at the scale here. If Mahomes wins two Super Bowls, that in itself is impressive because not many guys won two Super Bowls. He's done. Tom Brady's the GOAT, man. I've told you. I've come around to that. Like, And the He's hate – He's the GOAT whether he wins or not. Right. Like, it just shows the fact he even got there. And, like, people think I hate Tom Brady. I don't hate Tom Brady. It's just that I got – it was like when I was a kid rooting against Jordan, man. I just wanted to see somebody else. I was tired of seeing Brady there. And he's still there. It's just not going away. So I'm not upset no matter who wins because part of me has come to grips that if Tom Brady wins this game, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it, man. It's like what Bobby Knight said that one time, but I'm not going to quote him. But, you know, if it's inevitable, just lie back. Chair? Just lie back and enjoy it. it soak it in, man. It, drink it in, man. It, it's it's fine. It, just it's, don't throw any chairs. I'm not going to throw any chairs. Right. No technicals here. Okay. But I, I'm just looking forward to a good game. I can't wait to come down Sunday and enjoy it here in the main cave. It's going to be a good time, man. And, and I just hope that we have some offense that's no 13 to 3 shit show like we saw before is that fair enough it won't be that <laughs> if, sure. if it is something's wrong uh all right guys i got one last thing to close the show out i just want to ask you this because my old man asked me this last night and it took me a while to get through it can you tell me the three quarterbacks that have won a national championship and won a super bowl there's actually five but only three really count Clearly not Mahomes. Mahomes is not one of them. Yeah. Texas Tech did not sniff a national yeah. title. Do you know who they are? Uh, no, I do not. All right, so I'll help you because this is a tough one. So one of them is Joe Montana, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, San Francisco. One of them is uh, Joe Namath, USC, and the New York Jets. And then after that, it gets starts to get a little hazy. Ken Stabler is I one. Joe Namath played for Alabama. Or Alabama. I said USC. I'm sorry. You're right. I, I'm I'm drinking. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, but you got Ken, Ken Stabler's in there. Bernie Kozar is in there because he was a backup on the Miami. Cowboys. Miami. See, I was thinking Kozar because he was a backup for Aikman. Yeah. Yeah. See, come on. I forgot now. all about that. It should, it should be a matter of who's doing That's it. That's why I said there's a five, but there's really just three. Who's the three? Stabler, uh, Namath, and Montana. Okay. And that's it. All right. And after that, it starts to get a little the fluid. The snake, baby. Jake the snake. Or Ken it. the snake. No, that's, Love it. no, that's the wrong guy. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, guys, it's been a fun show. I'm glad for the We Don't Know Sports Nation to effort us some fans, and we found some people to bring on here and bring some thunder because we were let down early. But you know what? We persevere because that's what we do. Gentlemen, the football season is coming to an end. Let's enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll drink to that and Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast.